Welcome to another episode of the 5-Minute Money Manager. We are all multifaceted beings. That is, we are more than our physical bodies. We consist of what I call the five selves. The spiritual self, the physical self, the intellectual self, the emotional self, and the social self. However, it is understandable that a lot of attention is given to our physical self. If we don't take care of our physical needs, we die. And as far as this life is concerned, other selves die too. Now whether or not we continue to exist beyond death is a topic for another time. When I said we all have five different selves, one of which is a spiritual self, some of you may have thought that I was preaching religion. You may have reacted, how can I have a spiritual self when I'm not even religious? I haven't stepped inside a church in years. Well, except for that funeral for a friend I went to. Or you might have thought, I've never been a member of any religion. Or, I'm an atheist. How can I have a spiritual self? Well, like so many words and concepts, spiritual has many meanings. And while it is true that being spiritual is often associated with being religious, spiritual does not equal religious. Additionally, spiritual and religious are not dependent concepts. That is, being religious is not a prerequisite for being spiritual. So what does it mean to be spiritual? There is no agreed upon definition, but many definitions have the common idea of a connection outside of oneself, or a connection to something bigger than oneself. Any definition will probably be lacking in some respect, so it may be helpful to consider some of what I call the manifestations of the spiritual self. I will illustrate this through a series of questions, which I refer to as the why do people questions. Obviously, these questions do not cover every possibility, but there are still quite a few of them, so please be patient as I quickly go through them. Why do people donate their professional services or their money to help orphans, refugees, or the poor and destitute? Why do people help strangers during and after disasters? Why do people create scholarships for those who can't afford to go to college? Why do people volunteer at schools, soup kitchens, hospitals, and homeless shelters? Why do people enjoy sunsets, the Grand Canyon, the sound of ocean waves, a star-filled night sky, and other natural phenomena. Why do people plant flowers? Why do people bequeath their wealth to universities, hospitals, charities, and other organizations? Why do people cheer for the underdog? Why do people experience awe and wonderment over newborns? Why do people risk their own safety to save injured or stressed animals? Why do people spend time and money to protect and preserve the world's resources and natural wonders for future generations? The following spiritual criteria statement is the closest I will get to providing a definition of spiritual. When we experience positive connections to other humans and to the natural world, 
through awe, caring, compassion, conservation, preservation, remembrance, sharing, or wonderment, we are fulfilling the needs of our spiritual self. Let me repeat the spiritual criteria statement. When we experience positive connections to other humans and to the natural world through awe, caring, compassion, conservation, preservation, remembrance, sharing, or wonderment, we are fulfilling the needs of our spiritual self. Now, it is not possible for us individually to do all spiritual things because each of us has limited resources and we still have to take care of the needs of our other selves. However, if you neglect the needs of your spiritual self, you reduce the amount of happiness that you can experience. Thanks for listening and increase your happiness by doing something spiritual today. Thank you.